Chapter 54 of The Social War of 1900 or The Conspirators and Lovers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Meg Turasek. The Social War of 1900 or The Conspirators and Lovers by Simon Landis. Chapter 54. Dr. Juno mobs the insane asylum and frees Lucinda. Precisely at nine o'clock, Dr. Juno started with his one hundred drilled men, who were armed to their teeth, in squads, for the insane asylum. He told them that he would stay with the leading company, and after one of them would gain access to the outer gate of the asylum, he would march his squad speedily into the yard, bind and gag the gatekeeper, or whoever else would be there. A sign would be given to the rest to follow. Afterwards he would general them as he thought it best. They reached the outer gate at half-past nine, and entered it easily, and after securing the keeper at that post, and the whole regiment was admitted, Dr. Juno ordered six men to guard that place, when he marched with his company, or squad, toward the principal door of the main building. The same had already been locked for the night. The bell was rung gently, which caused an old, drowsy fellow to open it abruptly, and asked, "'Who rings the bell this time of night? This is not the door to receive insane folks.' "'Is it not?' said Dr. Juno, and added, "'Seize him!' which also meant gag and bind him. The door was guarded by two men, and after twenty-five active brethren were inside, the doctor ordered a captain to take the balance of the men and guard the outside building, permitting no one to enter or escape short of the penalty of death, and to be ready, should a signal be given, for their attendance inside." The doctor now said to his men, I think we had better secure the officers of the asylum first, and imprison them by bolting them securely in cells, or use ropes on them. Where is Thomas, who is acquainted with this whole establishment? Here I am, brother, said he. Show us to the officers' apartments, responded Dr. Juno. In an instant they stood before the physician-in-chief's office, which was lit up, and upon a knock on the door, a sharp voice answered, "'Who is there?' "'I am here,' replied Thomas, who imitated the voice of one of the keepers, whom he knew. "'Wait a moment until I unbolt the door,' said the physician-in-chief. In a moment the office was filled with soldiers." when the physician-in-chief reached for a bell-pull and asked, "'Who are you, and what means this intrusion?' "'Not so fast, sir,' said Dr. Juno. "'It is not necessary for you to pull that bell. Neither is it necessary to tell you who I am. I am no ways disguised, like some of my enemies, when they are on errands of deviltry. We are here on an errand of justice and mercy.' not to harm anyone, if we can obtain what we came for voluntarily. But if resistance is made, 
we shall kill those who come in our path like vermin mark me authoritatively spoke dr juno you are dr juno said the prisoner but what is your pleasure we want miss lucinda armington commanded dr juno miss lucinda armington ejaculated the prisoner feigning surprise i cannot give you what i have not got to give here old viper none of that said dr juno gag and bind the villain and see that you handle him rigidly for the old rogue shall learn how it feels to be a prisoner for his lying murder mur cried he but before he got it out the second time a piece of an old rag was jammed into his gustatorial apartment they let him lie on the floor of his office left it and locked the door and took the key lead on thomas in the direction of the rest of the officers commanded dr juno soon they arrived at the general office where the business of the asylum is issued from and there they met four of the night officials who were always on the alert for danger dr juno spoke in a commanding manner gentlemen we want you to surrender yourselves peaceably as prisoners of war when no harm shall befall you we are not so sure of that my brave hero said an impudent voice who jerked the alarm bell immensely which was as quickly replied to by dr juno who said to his men the half of you will take care of the outsiders and the balance charge upon these men the man that sounded the alarm and spoke opened a table drawer and took a revolver therefrom which he leveled at dr juno's heart but before he could fire dr juno gave him a terrific blow with his huge fist on the temple which leveled him and in a minute every man was securely done up as was the fashion the outside men however did not succeed so well as their numbers were in the minority as compared to the keepers and general help of the place but as soon as dr juno made his appearance on the spot he said soldiers fire upon any one who makes any advances this caused an inclination to create a stampede when dr juno saw this he again ordered any man that moves to leave the place shoot him dead also all stood still and trembled with terror dr juno saw this and said you are the hired servants of this hell-hole and i want you to understand that we will not harm you if you obey my orders but if you refuse you may meet your god quickly for disobeying me for i am hard-hearted and will be observed what do you wish us to do asked one i want you all to surrender yourselves said dr juno and show us an apartment wherein we can securely imprison you for a short period take us to the main cell which is empty said the same prisoner they were all conducted into that cell which was first inspected by dr juno as to its security after they had entered dr juno asked them have you got the key to miss armington's cell in the third story silence reigned 
and no one seemed to answer, when he continued, "'Do you refuse to speak? "'I want you to understand that I will not show you any quarters, "'provided you resist me by word or deed. "'Therefore, answer instantly, who has that key?' "'I have,' exclaimed a burly fellow. "'Here it is.' End of chapter 54 Recording by Meg Turasek